Hello, and welcome to the I Hear Design podcast, your source for interior design and architecture news, interviews, and opinions. I'm your host, Robert Yeminen, and as I'm recording this episode, we are just a couple of weeks away from the holiday season. I don't know about you, but 2021 has flown by, and I'm hoping and praying that next year promises to be much brighter than the past two, or at the very least, more stable. I mean, honestly, I think we can all use a few less crises in 2022, am I right? Fortunately, things are beginning to look up already. The new Omicron variant doesn't seem to be as threatening as originally anticipated. Economic outlooks appear to be positive going into next year, and activities like travel have begun to resume again, which is a hopeful sign. On that note, I recently connected with our partners at Ava Flooring to talk about the hospitality industry and where things sit after practically coming to a complete standstill during the pandemic. Ava's Vice President of Commercial Business Development, Jeremy Whipple, sat down with me recently to discuss design trends emerging in hospitality, the return of trade shows and in-person events, and how the resilient flooring industry is faring specifically. Jeremy and I had a great conversation about these topics, as well as a new LVT product they launched that looks like carpet. I kid you not. Have a listen. All right. Well, hey, Jeremy, it's good to see you. Thanks for uh, being on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me, Robert. Uh, excited to be here. Yeah. Well, I, I can't believe it's already December. I mean, I, I don't know where 2021 yeah. went or how fast the year has gone for you, but it has flown by here uh, on our end of things. What about you? Uh, yeah, we joke around here. It's, it's been the slowest, fastest year ever. Like, it <laughs> seems like, uh, yeah, you know, maybe the individual days, you know, you, you're watching the clock slowly tick, but then you realize, you know, you've you're, we're now into December and um, and we're facing 20, uh, 2022. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it, it has went by extremely fast. Um, and, you know, as, as we come out of this pandemic, uh, I think we're trying to figure out um, what's the new normal going to be. And I think that changes by day by day. So <laughs> it sure seems like, but yeah, that's so well said, man. I mean, it's a uh, fast, but slow. I, I think I could totally relate to that. And yeah, it's definitely been a, quite a year. Um, and I certainly obviously hope next year will be a lot smoother sailing for everyone. The economy rebounds. I've, I've heard some experts talking about that. JP Morgan Chase was, yeah, 2022, everything's coming back, which I, I hope that's true. Um, and, you know, kind of speaking of which, you know, I'm glad to see people are starting to travel again. Hotels are starting to fill up. Um, as you know, we all know the hospitality industry took a big hit um, in the last two years, 18 months, two years, right? But now that things are sort of coming back on that end, I, you know, I was I wanted to ask you like what you see as having changed in the for hospitality design and kind of how it it's impacting the flooring category specifically now that we're sort of like you said on on the tail end of the pandemic here. So what are you seeing from where you sit? Well, yeah, first uh, I feel for those um, you know friends and colleagues that have been in and, re, and are so uh, intensely related to the hospitality industry. I mean. It, our designer friends, our project managers, the in, I mean, all the way down to installers that are doing hospitality, um, you know, from my commercial side, um, it, 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 it isn't just that, you know, the physical properties that the hotel, it's all the people, it's all the ancillary people that support that from the mm -hmm. design, the construction, the service side. So, um, and, and it, I don't know of many segments that have been hit harder. So uh, right. first I, I, I really do feel for those people and, it's good to see that it's starting to come out. There's there's some light at the end of the tunnel, and you know people are coming out of the pandemic and wanted to travel again, which um, it starts putting um, you know an influx of of dollars and cents back into the into that market segment, which makes that market segment, which was probably the fastest growing market segment on the commercial side before the pandemic, right. that that we certainly dealt with. 
And, um, you know, they're starting to want to, to do that again. They, they want to start um, reinvesting in design. They want to start reinvesting in their properties. Um, and, um, and so that's what we're seeing is the kind of the light at the end of the tunnel, the activity level, because it really did almost, I mean, stop um, almost to zero. Um, if a property was funded, a project was funded uh, during COVID, especially at the beginning, then, they, then it was really like, how, let's, get, let's go, let's get it done. Uh, but if but if there wasn't uh, the investment dollars spent yet, um, they really did stop it. So um, I would say outside maybe um, you know uh, some retail hospitality was was one of the hardest hit. So I mean, what we're seeing from a design side now is they're they're um, you know reevaluating what the changing landscape of, of what we're dealing with from a you know from a um, of how we live. And so, um, but there was already a trend um, that was happening um, maybe about two or three years before the pandemic of, uh, at least in, in my market segment for flooring, where they were, they were moving from soft goods to hard surface uh, for a variety of reasons um, that we can, you know, we can touch upon, but that's definitely, um, that trend has picked back up. Mm -hmm. um, I think what we're seeing though is analyzing the design trend, um, with, you know, our design partners that we're talking to, uh, I think some, some tastes in design have changed um, right. in the last two years. Obviously everyone has a new perspective on life. Um, mm -hmm. COVID has caused us to do that. And a lot of people are also kind of introspectively looking at, you know, what's important to them. And obviously now hospitality is looking to their customers and saying what's important to our customers and realizing that some of those have changed. Right. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, aesthetics, comfort, just having that, um, that, that feeling of safeness when they walk into a, um, you know, a place that they're going to put their head down on a pillow um, is, is pretty important. And um Amenities certainly are as well, but I think also, you know, I, it, it's it's comfort and safety. Um, and I think we've all faced that the last couple of years. And uh, the the hospitality community is um, is now really looking at that. So Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, you know, with that switch over from, you know, you mentioned even before the pandemic, but again, I, I, even more so now that switch from hard surface uh, flooring to soft or from soft to hard rather. Um, what would you say are some of the benefits that that provides designers and specifiers? Like I imagine it would be in the durability and cleanability. As you mentioned, people want clean and safe. Uh, what else? Like, like, what do you see as being some of those benefits? Yeah, I mean, th those are the those are the, the two first and foremost is is is, is cleanability, the sanitary nature. Um, you know, obviously, I, uh, we manufacture and promote hard surface goods. Um, I, I'm not. I mean, obviously, the soft surface side has a the fuzzy side has a has a, certainly a place in it. In, in hospitality and, and, and overall, and it has a, a pretty good market share, as we all know. But mm -hmm. uh, the cleanability, the life cycle costing of it, too. So, you know, being able to uh, coming out of COVID to really make uh, a sanitary, safe you know, room, uh, amenity space, corridors, you name it. Um, it really does lend itself to hard surface. You can um, you can uh, typically sanitize it better. It's usually faster to, to clean it. It's easier to clean it. Um, and there was always also hard surface anyways in, in rooms because when we talk about bathrooms and, mm -hmm. and kitchenette areas and, and that and that type of stuff. So then then the the health or the hospitality had to have two different maintenance programs. They had to have mm -hmm. a, a maintenance program for the soft side and had a maintenance for a hard side. Now they're able to combine that and have one um, mm -hmm. maintenance program easier for training their employees, easier for obviously whatever supplies they need, the equipment they need. So, um, I mean, it's, it's a cost proposition for them. Um, it's also a cleanability side. And I think, um, 
I mean, I, I don't think this just kind of came out of the blue. I, I think this came from the trends that we were seeing in other markets like Europe. Mm -hmm. If you if you have traveled in Europe, uh, it's a it's a hard surface. It's a stone. It's a wood. It's LBT uh, market. And uh, I'm, I've always been a believer that I mean the Europeans have been a you know a little bit further ahead on the trends than we have in North America. And this is and that's where this started to come from. And right. so from our side. Um, you know, it's interesting to see how that trend would go. I think COVID and the sanitary side has actually accelerated that as we're coming out of uh, the pandemic. And then I think aesthetics too. Um, you sure can do a lot of things with carpet, but uh, I think, you know, in my segment with LVT, um, the advancements and what we can do from digital digital technology, digital printing, the, 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 the films, the textures, um, the, kind of the sky's the limit, Robert. So, mm. We are able to give them that that warm, soft, safe feeling, but a hard surface uh, performance, sanitary performance, and even a sound control performance. Yeah, I was just going to say I can almost hear you know designers, specifiers, or certainly people on the soft surface side saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what about sound control? Is it's going to be too noisy with all the hard surfaces? Like, how do you you know how do you address those concerns um, so that you know the acoustics in in hospitality spaces don't get too loud certainly and, and that's been a, that's been a big question from our hospitality end users um it, and uh so uh what you really look at is some of the newest advancements on um, the product now i still consider it new because uh when we, when we talk about new constructions and new formulations um in in flooring they don't happen very often and we have some pretty smart people so when there is an advancement i mean we're all trying to find the new greatest thing mm -hmm. um you know usually it's usually a pretty big jump and so you have the product, you know, SPC category, um, you know, so waterproof, obviously that's a significant advancement over um, carpet. Um, and then you also are then able to put some sort of sound deadening properties with that. One from just the construction itself, you have a very dense product. So it, the absorption level, the reverberation level of that, uh, where it sends the sound back out, um, the performance is, is extremely uh, well done. And then um, you know we were able to put some some other sound performance like a, like an underlayment attached to the back of it, and so um, you know the, the hospitality industries that we deal with have a very um, strict and uh, high threshold and performance level of what they expect. Uh, for for Ava in particular, you know uh, we work directly with the acoustical engineers. I have a fantastic technical staff that has uh, a lot of background in. Um, you know, sound control and, and, and sound performance. And so in, in, in our factories, we actually have um, some uh, some testing facilities that we can do that. So when we are engineering, so we have a specifically engineered some of our products, a couple of collections um, called Fave and Reserve that uh, before we launch them, we put them through the paces ourselves and make sure to find out where the performance was mm -hmm. um, to meet these needs, especially for hospitality. And so... Um, you know, I think um, their finding is uh, you are able to meet a threshold that that uh, a client that's going to be coming into a hotel or uh, you know hospitality facility that uh, it's going to be quiet, it's going to be comfortable, it's not going to be obtrusive, um, and then also um, you know on the hard surface LVT side uh, the maintenance you don't have vacuums anymore that make all that noise when you know someone's checked out at the next room. You know, so even the maintenance program per se on on hard surface is a quieter proposition than it is when it comes right. to the soft goods. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. So, yeah, interesting. Um, so, you know, another one of the, the challenges or things that we've seen uh, coming throughout this pandemic, I know I've talked to tons of designers and like the one biggest issue that they're having right now is sourcing product because of the supply chain disruption. You know, everybody's got these long lead times. Um, where uh, Where is Ava like kind of positioned as far as helping uh, designers and specifiers deal with those really lengthy delays? I mean, you mentioned your manufacturing or you guys um, manufacturing in the U.S. I mean, how can you speak to that a little bit? Sure, absolutely. So um, you know, Ava overall, Ava uh, is our commercial brand under Novalis. Uh, Novalis um, has been around for um, close to 35 years, one of the very first LVT manufacturers. LVT has been our focus from the very beginning. Um, they're cert- uh, and obviously has, uh, I think, you know, before certainly before my time, but has been a key member in, in some of these huge developments of, of how LVT now performs and, and uh, the categories obviously just taken off. Um, so we, we have global um, manufacturing, predominantly in Asia where... Um, the manufacturing uh, kind of started for LVT, um, but we uh, were one of the very first to really invest in the, the U.S. manufacturing, uh, especially for SPC. So really, when we talk about hospitality and we talk about the single largest growth category, I think I think we could probably say in flooring at this point. I don't, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn when we talk about the SPC category. Um, we uh, started before the pandemic uh, a factory in Dalton, Georgia. Um, you know, for, for our products, um, I think that's something that's unique for us. A lot of LVT factories around the world usually make it for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So a very unique perspective that we're able to offer our clients that work for us is the name on the factory is the name on the box, mm-hmm. which I could say probably you could count on one hand how many people that's actually the case. And so when you get to deal with us, you're dealing with the people that are making it, the people that are developing it. Um, you know, that, that design it. And so we, we, we can have, offer a very, a very interesting value proposition for them because you, you know, you're dealing with directors, nobody in the middle. You know, you need something faster. You need something quicker. You need something unique. You don't have, you don't have to go to somebody and then they have to ask somebody else, can we do it? I mean, mm-hmm. We're the people. So, but when it comes to the supply chain, um, luckily we have fantastic owners that really support and, and are knowledgeable about the industry. And they saw that this was coming. Um, not so much that the pandemic was coming, but that there was going to be a value um, in the industry needed for having U.S. manufacturing, specifically on this product, and um, and on commercially, especially because of the sheer volume of the size of the projects that we talk about. When we talk about hospitality projects or a- any I mean, multifamily project, you're talking hundreds of thousands of square feet, 300,000, 500,000, 800,000 square feet, uh, multiple, multiple containers, and just the sheer labor and man hours dedicated to managing that supply chain, how, are, how, how is that delivered to the job site? Where is it inventoried? Who's getting it? What's the schedule? What's the forecast? So by, by having U.S. manufacturing, we're able to really skinny that down and make uh, people or allow people that work with us to um, you know, improve their cash flow, um, improve uh, their, just their time allocation of, of, the, of managing that type, and then um, having the right now the confidence that Hey, I don't have to wait for it for overseas. I don't have to worry about a flood in Vancouver or port delays in, in California or, you know, um, you know, any of the natural disasters that, that seem to just shut down supply chain, the supply chain and the transportation routes. And so it's been a huge boon for us. Um, we launched a product called Fave, which um, uh, is kind of was we basically took our favorite or everyone's favorite designs. 
and said, okay, this is what we're going to start with in the United States. And, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it's been, we launched it uh, when our factory opened about, uh, I'd say, eight, nine months ago when we were really fully operational. And uh, it's been a huge success for us. Um, yeah. We've developed even new partnerships, but our current uh, clients have just been absolutely thrilled that they can you know, get material in such a faster uh, method. And, and, and a more, it, it's really about um, comfort. Just comfort and, and you know peace of mind to know that a lot of the potential issues are not there um, right now that we're having to deal with from a global um, you know transportation and uh, supply chain issue. So uh, so we continue to to um, expand that facility. Um, we have a great group of people that uh, have built that uh, for uh, with us, and um, we have established kind of a North American headquarters in, in Dalton, Georgia. And um, we set, we see us continue to invest in, you know, in U.S. manufacturing and make that a bigger part of, of our uh, of our side. We certainly have, um, you know, manufacturing across uh, across the world. But right now, um, I'm, I'm obviously very thankful that we've uh, that we put forth the effort and we were able to kind of beat the timeline and and get and get it done during the pandemic. I think there's some. There's some others that are looking at that and trying, but obviously the pandemic has slowed them down. So we, mm -hmm. we were uh, lucky to have um, the ability to get that done. And coming out of the pandemic, I think it positions us to really be a, a great provider to people, um, a, kind of a, a problem solver solution um, yeah. offer to people. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, it sounds like you guys definitely have a, a leg up uh, just by having that manufacturing facility here. Um and obviously having the, you know, the ability to deliver product uh, at this time when there's so many delays is fantastic. Uh, obviously, the hospitality design industry, designers in general, uh, they also want those design requirements. They want the different patterns and looks that, uh, you, you know, uh, to really give their designs, uh, you know, that that pop. Um, so what types of, you know, designs, formats does Ava offer uh, for the hospitality segment specifically, if you want to speak to that a little? Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of the fun part, isn't it? I mean, uh the, the, that you know what what's new what's cool what's different i mean that's usually the first three questions you get when someone comes in your booth at a trade show or or if we're lucky enough to, to have some you know one-on-one -on -one time with some of our uh our designer friends uh especially if it's face-to-face -face, which is you know starting to happen a little bit now uh so you know from ava uh you know with, with us having the manufacturing as i mentioned uh we also have an in-house design team and um, I think first and foremost, you know, we listen. So we look, we look at trends. We're, we're listening to designers. Um, half the time, I'm asking the designers that I'm meeting with the questions like, mm -hmm. "What's your favorite? What are you looking for? Like, what would be what would be cool? Like, what what do you think? Like, what don't you see right now that if, if that people are telling you, you we, they can't do that, mm -hmm. you know, if you could have it, like you would use it on a job or you'd be excited to show a client. Right. So half the time, I'm like. I'm asking them more questions than like, hey, what project are you working on? Or what, mm -hmm. I, I, I want to pick their brain. And yeah. so, um, but I think what that's done is that's enabled us to really offer collections that when they when they come into our booth or they go to our website or they see our products, it just, I mean, it just hits them. I mean, we saw it at, at some of the shows with Neocon and the healthcare show and BDNY where people are walking by and they just stop. Mm -hmm. and they see... You know, they see the product, um, you know, on the wall, on the floor. You know, we had it displayed, and you know, you get that quizzical look. Like, I ha and and a lot of times it's because they haven't seen it before. They haven't seen it in an LBT format. So, you know, it's it's kind of a trio. It's obviously obviously visual from the the, the print film, the design, the color, um, the depth the depth of that design. Then it's textural. 
Um, and we, we do a lot with EIR registered in Boston. We do a, we, we do a lot with, um, and really try to develop the, the realistic textual aspect of it. And then, it, then it's format and structure. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's used to LBT either being, you know, 18 by 18 square tiles or six inch by 40 inch planks. And we certainly have those, but what you're going to find from us and, you know, listen, we're, we like to think we, we look at and kind of study, you know, the flooring and it's not just our segment, it's what's going on. And so in tile, everything I hear from designers is bigger and is better. So you'll see from us formats as large as uh, meter by meter. So 40 inch by 40 inch. Right. Um, You'll see we've launched several collections, Merge, Storm, um, Verse in the last couple of years in uh, a more of a metric. So a meter by quarter meter. So that puts it like 10 by 40. I joke it's, it's the short chubby plank. Um, <laughs> and when people see it, they all just laugh. You know, when I say that, but they're like, I get it. Like it's just in, you know, trying to give the designers an opportunity to like to, to, to not have to like, Take what's art, you know, what they've been kind of in a box and say, and allow them to design outside of it a little bit and just something different. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, merges, uh, you know, and what we also do amongst our collections like merges give multiple different patterns so they can mix and match, they can move things around. Uh, you know, wayfinding and stuff is still very important so they can, they can do different things like that. Uh, Storm's the most recent launch and it's very funny. Um, it is uh, a visual looks like carpet tile. Really, and, so, and and uh, I will I will tell you this: this sat in this room I'm at for probably six months, um, and I just couldn't like really get uh, um, a grasp of it. I didn't like mm-hmm. it. I didn't. Um, and this and this is where um, you know, with the pandemic, I would have normally taken it right out to a, a bunch of designers and said, "What do you think?" But we couldn't get there. And finally, as they could start at least get back to the office and stuff a little bit, like one, when they were in there once once a week, I started sending care packages out, and, and there and it was over. I was a hundred percent wrong, overwhelming. They're like, "Are you crazy? Like, you've had this for six months and you haven't done anything with it?" Right. And right. So, I, so um, I told everyone, like, I raised my hand, like I was wrong. It, it was the absolute showstopper at uh, every show that we've been at this this past fall and into the winter. We had like six shows, and I mean. That was the one where people literally were just stopping. Right. And, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say everyone, but I would say the majority absolutely just love it. Um, you know, uh, for a lot of reasons, if you're renovating, you know, and a lot of clients don't want to change that aesthetic. Uh, mm-hmm. So you're able to do that. But but also, I mean, let's face it, carpet tile is a pretty, pretty popular segment. But yeah. now to give them the performance, um, to give them that kind of, uh, visual and we literally have people kicking it on the sh- on the show floor, <laughs> getting on their hands and knees and trying to see because they swear it's carpet tile. And, right. and I give all the credit to my manufacturing team and my design team. I mean, they work diligently on how we print this. How do we create the same sort of depth and texture yeah. and 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 shading um, yeah. to make it look real? And so, <laughs> Storm uh, is something that we launched this fall, and we launched it in a couple different segments uh, or. or or constructions, two millimeter glue down, or a five millimeter loose lay, but it's in the it's in a, it's in that you know, short chubby plank, so it looks like it's in a carpet tile size. And uh, you know, now I'm kicking myself. Why didn't I launch it six months ago or six months <laughs> earlier? But we're launching, and I mean, the the response has just been tremendous from our design, um, you know, design friends. Uh, we're on Material Bank, 
Uh, we can't keep samples in. We've reloaded material bank a, a bunch of times. Uh, the feedback on um, obviously from the show and um, you know we do some you know we do some some surveying has just been tremendous for us. So, um, so it's you know it's you know how we answer those trends is we go out there and listen, um, uh -huh. and then um, you know we get we have to uh, you know we have to react and we we got to, we got to come to the table. And so I you know during this pandemic we have launched uh, let's say like six or seven collections. You know, um, so I think what we have done through this, when people have, have worked with Ava is we never stopped. You saw new stuff, you saw innovation. And so we really believe as we come commercially, as we come out of this pandemic and commercial grows, like we're in a really great place because, you know, we, in, we continue to invest in this category and invest in design. When I think some other people probably stopped, I get why. Um, but I think uh, I'm really glad that we did because um, I think it showed people that, you know, we, we're you know, we're invested in it and we're not gonna, um, you know, that we, we are, we're a believer in, in having, you know, high design and LVT, it's capable. Yeah. Um, I don't think people always thought that, but I think if you have visited our booth or you take a look at our website and you see some of our installations, um, it's, um, the, it's kind of, I mean, the opportunity is kind of endless with what you yeah. can do with LVT. So. Sure. Sure. Yeah, definitely versatile product. And, uh, You'll have to send me a, a photo of the uh, storm product so we can put it on the uh, uh, the episode landing page so people can see it because that sounds uh, that sounds amazing. But uh, it, yeah, it was you, so fun. It really was. I mean, I, 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 you know, you always want something at, at your booth or something, and um, yeah. like to see the designer who obviously they're much better than me at, at design, you know, from just a creativity side. But to see them absolutely stumped. Right. When they see something, it just like it doesn't make sense to them, like right. what they're looking at. And I know Ava's LVT, but I'm looking at carpet tile. I and mean, literally, I can't tell you how people we literally got down on their hands and knees on the floor and we're like, wait a second, this isn't, yeah. this isn't furry. Yeah, so. yeah. I was going to say, yeah. So you mentioned you know, some of the trade shows. BDNY obviously just wrapped up. Uh, yeah, I mean, other than getting people to get on their hands and knees or kick the butt or whatever, <laughs> uh, what, what, what were you seeing other than some of the more amusing bits at BDNY? Kind of what was your focus there um, other than kind of being a showstopper, I guess? Uh, it was reconnect. It was um, to get that one-on-one -on -one time. Um, and we were so appreciative. Um, we thought attendance at BDNY was, was pretty good, especially with the current circumstances. Um, New York City obviously was is obviously a great design uh, focused city and, and a, a hub for that. And so I think that drew some people too to be able to come to New York and, um, and certainly the local people are great supporters of ours. So uh, th that first and foremost, I think also to kind of show off a little bit, I mean, show that, Hey, um, we didn't stop these last two years. Like we, like we had some designers that are like, you know, I just haven't been able to like spend time in my library and uh, I don't, I didn't know this collection. I didn't know this one. like, just kind of, I think we've kind of blew some people's minds and, and I, I, I love BDNY. I mean, I think it's a very design forward show. Um, um, you know, I think other shows we go to, everyone kind of tries to hit the middle and it's kind of, you know, they're trying to play the 80, 20 role. That's not the way it is at BDNY. I mean, it is, uh, it's very high design. People are taking chances they're taking risks. They're really showing their personalities as a brand and as a company. And so we tried to do the same thing. And to me, it's a fun show. Um, it's not just, Boring. Obviously, it's, it's it's you know hospitality is boutique, and so you know we we tried to um, you know sh show what what our capabilities were from a design, um, and then uh, you know after that if we can build some relationships, we show them how we can you know then do the blocking and tackling. But uh, 
it, it, it had a great vibe. Um, I think people were excited to be out. And um, so it was great to be part of that. And then, uh, you know, um, LVT obviously is a category that most designers are still are using. And um, right now in greater in greater and greater quantities. So uh, it was good to just get to spend some time with them. And again, um, I probably asked them more questions than I let them ask me. So, but uh, we learned a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, if, if anyone has a chance to go to Beating Wide, I definitely recommend it. It is, uh, if, if you have a, a, a taste for design, um, it's, it's a fun show to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you guys uh, did well there and uh, putting your best foot forward as far as design and stumping some people, I guess, <laughs> in the process. So <laughs> yes. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks again for being here on the podcast and sharing your thoughts on the flooring trends and hospitality, Jeremy. We really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. It's, uh, it's great to reconnect with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, for our listeners out there, uh, where can they go uh, to find more about Ava's offerings? Uh, certainly. Uh, so Ava Floor, A-V-A-F-L-O-R, 10.com. Um, certainly take a visit there. Uh, we, uh, our marketing team has done a great job. Uh, you know, showing, showing some great products, but also showing some installations as well. Uh, so we invite everyone to visit us there. Also, uh, all of our collections are on Material Bank. So um, if you're looking for samples, quick samples, we keep them stocked up really well. I promise we'll have storm samples on there for you if you want them. Uh, but, uh, but, but visit there. Uh, and certainly they can find uh, you know, uh, several AVA members on, you know, on social media as well. We have a, we have a pretty big social media presence. We're, we, uh, we did... Uh, drop a bunch of we have Ava swag bags that we okay. surprise designers with at a lot of the shows, so that's fun with a bunch of custom stuff. So uh, you know, you send us a note, and uh, maybe you can be the next one that gets that gets a bag drop. So yeah, nice. have some fun. Nice, awesome. All right, well, perfect. Well, I think we'll call it a wrap um, for our listeners out there. Thanks for tuning in. Um, be sure to head over to Ava's website to learn more. Uh, drop us a line at IHearDesignPodcast at gmail.com to let us know what you think about hospitality design trends that were discussed in this episode. And thanks. And as always, be well, everyone. Mm-hmm.